Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Welcome, everyone. My guest today is reporter Connie Kim to talk about the recent M&A deals we've seen in mortgage and mortgage tech. Hey, I'm Alex Bridgman. I'm the director of data strategy at Altos Research, and we have just released my new podcast called House of Data. House of Data is all about how the most ambitious companies in housing are using data to make better decisions and investments. We have guests like Zach Ronstadt, Darren Bloomquist, Alex Villacorta, Ralph McLaughlin, and more. This podcast is designed for housing professionals and executives who want to use data more and build data-driven organizations in housing. Episodes come out every other Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. So go ahead and go find it on Spotify, iTunes, go find House of Data and hit subscribe. Connie, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Sarah. Yeah, it's great to have you on. Um, Of course, the news of the day was the fact that the ICE acquisition of Black Knight went through. Um, We expected that this week, but I would love to talk to you. You have been following the story from the start uh, and kind of give us the background on what happened here and and how they had to change their um, deal structure so that it was acceptable and all the challenges. So maybe you can uh, do a time travel back to the beginning of this saga. Yeah, sure. As you may recall, it was back in May 2022 when ICE announced a planned merger with Black Knight. Um, They are obviously the biggest players in the mortgage tech space. Empower takes about uh, 10 to 15% of the market share and ICE's encompass um, is estimated to have about 40 to 45% market share. Now, I guess the major pushback against this deal was stemming from antitrust concerns. A lot of lawmakers, the CHLA, the Community Home Lenders of America and the FTC has raised um, concern about how it would stifle competition. So uh, fast forward to March 2022, um, the ICE was sued by the FTC to block the merger deal. Now, the FTC claimed that the merger would give ICE and Black Knight a significant position in the market for loan origination software, which it could use to push customers to its other mortgage services and products instead of rivals offerings. And the FTC also claimed a merger would stifle innovation and reduce lenders' choices for both origination and mortgage servicing. So there were a lot of um, back and forth between the FTC, ICE, and Black Knight about how they were going to address these concerns. And as you may recall, ICE and Black Knight, they agreed to sell um, Black Knight's um, LOS system, which is Empower and Product and Pricing Engine Unit, Optimal Blue, to address these antitrust concerns. And they also amended their deal terms to reduce the valuation of Black Knight to about $11.8 billion from $13 billion. So a lot of amending to the deal, a lot of selling of businesses to quell antitrust, con- antitrust concerns. But finally, the deal went through on Monday and um, ICE will be having a press conference later this month to see, you know, how the merger went through and how these promises are um, being kept with the investors. So ICE is uh, selling Black Knight's LOS Empower business and Optimal Blue to a subsidiary of Constellation Software, right? That's one of the the big um, things they needed to agree to. Do we know that much about Constellation Software? 
So um, basically, Canada's Constellation Software is a provider of software and services. Um, what they do is they acquire, manage, and build industry-specific software businesses. So Constellation isn't necessarily focused in the mortgage industry. Um, if we look at some of the portfolio companies they serve, um, it's across various markets, including communications, credit unions, um, poor operators, auto clubs. So if we look at the commission's order, um, it provides structural relief and tools to preserve competition. So for instance, ICE and Black Knight, they're required to seek approval from the FTC before acquiring any other businesses related to LOS or PPE for the next 10 years. Um, both firms are prohibited from enforcing any non-compete or non-solicit provision or agreement against any employee who seeks or obtains a position in the divested business. And of course, a monitor will be appointed to oversee compliance with the proposed consent order. So it seems like the FTC really tried to kind of address the antitrust concerns and try to preserve competition in the industry. Only time will tell whether other mortgage tech companies will kind of step up with their own um, LOS system that will be um, big enough, competitive enough to go against ICE and Black Knight. So yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye on that and um, we'll keep you updated. Thanks, Connie. Um, let's talk a little bit about some of the other M&A um, stories that you reported on last week. So we had two uh, two lenders. Tell us about that. Yeah, um, we had a couple of um, M&A deals um, last week. It's not that big, but it's an attestment to how, you know, there are still lenders looking for that opportunity to acquire other lenders to grow in an industry that is still right-sizing. Um, as you mentioned, next tier um, the holding company of Next Year Bank is going to acquire Mars Bank Corp, the holding company of Mars Bank. They're both sm- they're both a little bit small in terms of size. Um, for instance, Mars Bank held about $528 million in assets as of June 30th. They posted an origination volume of about $50.9 million in the past 12 months. And Next Year Bank, um, they had about $2.1 billion in assets as of June 30th and produced about $50.6 million over the past 12 months. So where are they based out of, you know, what, what is this, um, what parts of the country will this affect? Yeah, so um, the combined company and branch locations will operate under the Next Year Bank brand, um, which is basically based in Pennsylvania. Um, as you may know already, uh, Mars Bank, they're an independent community bank in Pennsylvania. They offer mortgage lending, retail, and commercial banking in six locations throughout the state. And then Next Tier Bank, um, they're also based in Pennsylvania. They have about 27 branches in western and central Pennsylvania. And they basically, in its mortgage division, the bank offers construction, purchase loans, home equity loans, as well as HELOCs, in addition to providing consumer loans, wealth management, and merchant services. So um, this will impact the entire Pennsylvania market. And it seems like both banks are independent local banks in Pennsylvania. So it will mostly impact that area um, of the market. Okay. um, You know, let's talk about the other M&A story that you covered last week, which was that Fathom is uh, acquiring Elite. Tell us about both of those companies. Yeah, um, so it's Encompass Lending Group, which is a subsidiary of real estate services platform Fathom Holdings, um, which has acquired Austin, Texas-based Elite Financing Group. Elite Financing Group will operate under the umbrella of North Carolina-based Encompass, which has a presence in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. It seems like Elite Financing Group has um, two branch locations in Austin, 
and the colony with 28 sponsored mortgage loan originators. And um, it posted about $164 million in production volume over the past year, according to mortgage data platform Modex. Um, and Encompass Lending, which is acquiring Elite, they have about 11 active branches in seven states and Washington, D.C. And the lender originated about $148.5 million production in the past year. So again, um, you know, these two companies aren't huge in terms of origination volume, but we are definitely seeing, um, you know, that M&A activity still happening across the mortgage industry while it's still right-sizing. And um, I just saw this interesting data today about how uh, there are still layoffs happening across the mortgage banking firms. Um, it seems to be about 1,200 people in the mortgage banking um, sector were laid off in July. And by the end of July, companies classified as real estate credit employed about 224,600 full-timers, which is a reduction of about 35,000 compared to the same period a year earlier. So definitely a lot of layoffs still happening across the industry. But um, some lenders who still want to take this opportunity to acquire other lenders are taking um, that leap to prepare for when the market turns over again. Well, and we had, um, you know, just recently retail lender Guild Mortgage uh, acquired First Centennial Mortgage. And then we had uh, Mr. Cooper Group acquiring HomePoint Capital um, earlier in the month. So lots of M&A activity, no matter what part of the housing ecosystem you look at. Thanks, Connie. Appreciate you coming on and talking about uh, the reporting that you're doing. Looking forward to more stories. Yeah, thanks for having me again, Sarah. So I'm here with Brenna Nath, the leader of Housing Wire's HW Plus and events business. Brenna, welcome. Hey. So we're going to talk about Housing Wire Annual for a minute. So I don't know if this event is for you. It's certainly not for everybody in our audience, but it is for the leaders of the housing industry. We have built Housing Wire Annual for mortgage banking, mortgage origination, capital markets, and real estate brokerage leaders. Brenna, give us a glimpse into what the leaders of our industry can expect at Housing Wire Annual. It's always great to know who else is going to be in the room, right? So, I mean, just this week, wrapped up a call with Ginger Wilcox, who is now the president of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate. That's a great example of someone who's been across the housing, real estate, mortgage industry. Other great speakers include Baron Silverstein. He's the president over at New Res, Cindy Keith, chief strategy officer at NFM Lending, Alec Hansen, chief marketing officer at Loan Depot. I'm specifically saying their titles and the companies because I think that really lets you have a perspective of who are the peers in this space um, and really some of the biggest companies out there that you want to kind of mingle with. We're also bringing some of uh, the industry thought leaders and economics and data like Logan Motoshami and Mike Simonson, who are both part of our team at HW Media, and Sandra Thompson from the FHFA is also joining us. So like I said in the beginning, this event is not for everybody in the housing industry, but it is for the leaders who want to help define the future of mortgage and real estate. If you're interested, check out our website. It's October 10th at the Hyatt Lost Pines near Austin, Texas. Brenna, any other details? Uh, it's a great place to bring your family, I would say. But even if it's just your team or coworkers, this is a great spot to bring those people closest to you to either learn about the industry or spend extra time with your family and rest along with get the knowledge. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to take a minute to rate the show and leave a comment. 
And make sure to tune in tomorrow for more news and insight. 